Hello, welcome back to episode eight of the Never Not Boring podcast. Um, it is your host, Phil, this time. Uh, Nick has left us. He is um, he is out on vacation, um, so it's just me. And I have a special guest. Uh, you've heard of him before. His name is Jag. He is the best FPS player that we know. Uh, Jag, say hi. Hello, it is I, Jag, the best FBS player. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me, Phil. Yeah, anytime. You know, you've been spoken about a lot on the podcast. We're glad to finally have you. Um, shockingly enough, it's it's not without with it's without Nick. So, uh, but we, I don't think that there would be another better host than to have you on the podcast. Um, you know, I think we're going to have a good conversation. I know that, you know, you have some viewpoints about, you know, a lot of things that have been going on the last few weeks um, and can't wait to hear it. Um, so just to start everything off, let's, let's get everything. Let's get all like the, you know, all, all the Twitter, all that, all that stuff out of the way. So guys, if you, if you follow us, you know, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at never not boring. You can follow us at YouTube at Never Not Boring, Instagram, Never Not Boring, TikTok, Never Not Boring Podcast, Twitch, Never Not Boring Media. And if you guys have any questions, you can uh, you can shoot us an email at nevernotboringfans at gmail.com. Um, my Twitter is Phil underscore Luca. Nick's tw- uh, Twitter is Nick the Game One. It's uh, Nick the Game, three H's and then a one. And then, Jack, do you got anything to plug? Uh, no plugs right now. Actually, you can follow me on Xbox. Oh, Jag, there you go. All caps, J-A-G-6-2-2. All right. Well, that's it, guys. Uh, so we're going to jump into the show. Uh, Jack, let's do a little bit of an introduction. Let everybody, you know, we spoke about you, but, like, let's let's hear about your uh, gaming history. Um, anything you want to tell the folks out there? Okay, well, back in my day, when I was uh, probably around five, six, I got into the Game Boy Color as my first handheld. And I got Pokemon Yellow as my first game, and I was hooked. That was a good game. The first day, yes. I didn't know what Pokemon was. But I was just so fascinated, and I could not stop playing. I'm I'm a little upset that 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 was like the only version that ever let us get all the the starter mons. It just doesn't. I know that they do it because of the stupid version exclusivity, but like I never understood why they didn't like kind of do it where you can basically catch every starter. Yeah. It's so it's such a cool aspect just to see the, see them out in the wild. I know it would have been cool, but that's also why I'd assume they made uh red and blue version, you know, so you could get yeah. all the versions. Yeah, it's, it's I ended smart. up getting red version myself too because I was just I was that hooked. Man, yeah, I I, re- I remember I remember getting that. I I think I said earlier on the podcast, probably back in the day, um, waiting. That was like the first game I had to get a rain check for, and then it came out. It was really? like so popular that 
we went to Target. It was either Target or Walmart. Went to go pick up the game, and then they just didn't have it. And we literally waited, like, I want to say three to four months for it to come into stock. It's crazy. I, we, we never, like, kind of – like, now we kind of laugh when we – when like, we find out, like, the local GameStop doesn't have a game in stock. Yeah, right. Nowadays, you could just download it and not have to worry about if they run out of copies at a physical store. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Go back to it. Yeah, so anyway, I was hooked on that for a little while. And eventually, I upgrade to the Nintendo 64. And that was pretty amazing for, like, the 3D models. I played Donkey Kong 64, little Mario Kart 64. But Pokemon Stadium, surprisingly, I didn't have Smash Bros. Oh, you like me. I didn't have Smash either. Yeah, and I didn't really know about it until I went to a friend's house and played it. And I was like, that game is amazing. Jack, now, are you a big fighting game person, or is it just Smash? Uh, I try to play fighting games, but eventually I get to a point where I'm just bun mashing. Okay. I, right. I usually play against Nick or my brother, who's actually really good at fighting games. And I try, I get a couple wins off of my brother, but he usually ends up beating my ass. He, he does what like guys, combos and stuff. What, what do you guys play? Uh, mainly we used to play like uh, Mortal Kombat. Okay. Mortal, okay. Mortal Kombat like 9, 10. Also a little Street Fighter. But he used to beat my ass to the point where I just stopped really playing fighting games. But I think they're really cool. Like the Mortal Kombat with the fatalities. I really like that. I usually play like the story mode, but whenever I hop online, it never goes too well. No, oh, nice. Aha. I am not a fighting game person. I admire all of it. I've always wanted to play like the injustices just for the story. I yeah. can't get through it. I just can't get through it. So Smash is like the only game that I like, and then I got tired of it, can't play it anymore, so I'm just waiting for the new one. I hear you. I wonder where they're going to take it with the new Smash, because this one, everyone's here, so I don't know how they're going to step up above that, you know? I wonder if they make it free-to-play. Not not really... Mm, I don't know if, if free-to-play is the way to go. I don't know. I, I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens with this DC game, because that one's actually free-to-play, and then see where oh, yeah. Nintendo goes. I, I mean, they probably make a, a shit ton of money on... on know these these new characters and jack do you know off the top of your head if if we're getting like another list of characters for for smash or or is it or are we like quiet for now last i heard i was pretty sure Sora was the last character and i don't think they announced another uh pass for new characters so i think they're done for now but the real question is where is waluigi nintendo Oh my Give that god! That man is justice. You can't say everybody's here and he's not there. Was he? Was he in the prior versions? I think they had him as a trophy item, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Other than that, he has not gotten his justice, and I want justice for Waluigi. You know who I'm shocked that they never added in? Um, you know, like the like the Bowser minions. So, you know, the ones with, like, the hammer, the the bow and arrow. Oh, yeah. Not the bow and arrow. Uh, what is it? The the Frisbee 
disc thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, I'm shocked that the boomerang. That's what that was the word I was I was looking for. Yeah, I'm shocked that we never got those or like the you know the the magic guy with like the cap that kind of like throws like the magic at Mario and you die. Oh yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the name it is. Nick's probably like listening in the background on this and saying, "You idiots! I know what the name is." I know. (laughs) I'm drawing a blank myself. It's all right. I think you get the gist. All right. (laughs) I uh, I uh, I interrupted you. Yeah, go. Yeah. So during the Nintendo 64 age, I only had a few games to play, but eventually, I upgraded to the. PlayStation 2. Okay. And one of my favorite games from that generation was Kingdom Hearts. Well, the Kingdom Hearts series 1 and 2, but 2 in particular. Oh my god, we're in Kingdom Hearts. That is right. Kingdom Hearts has a deep place in my heart. Okay. Okay. It's interesting. I'm not going to lie. The story is very confusing. But I really enjoy the combat and just going to different worlds and teaming up with different characters. Did you play all of them? Like the PSP ones and all that? No, I never had P. Well, actually, I did get the, like, collection that they released on, like, PS4. I played them that way. But it's, even playing them all, it's very confusing. Okay. (laughs) I'm sure it's like the same... It's, it seems like it's the same way with Final Fantasy, so, I mean, oh. I, I'm not shocked. But, uh, yeah, it seems... I never got into the games. I, I think I would have liked them if I did, but I never did it in, in the past. Yeah, I hear you there. It's it's a very niche thing, I feel like. Or I feel like if you didn't... Play, same thing with Final Fantasy. I never played, like, the first one or... The first like original ones so like once it got to like 13 i heard about it and i was like ah, i've never played the other one so i don't really know about this franchise you know mm-hmm. but do I, you think that do you think this is like like kingdom hearts is one of the kind of like final fantasy where you can just jump in on any any game or no because of the confusing story i feel like you should at least play like the core ones like one two and three but there's also with the games on different platforms there's little pieces of the story that tie into the bigger games you know so you could miss some certain parts to one two and three or two three it's a hefty commitment for some new timers it is a hefty commitment but and i'm sure the combat hasn't aged as well but at the time it was amazing Okay. And they're all on PS4, Xbox, even the when, Switch, if you like cloud streaming. But I well, <laughs> Yeah, I think my girlfriend actually asked me because uh, uh, she's got a uh, a Switch Lite and she goes and she wanted to play and she goes and says, "Is this a good version to play of the game?" Because I think she played when she was younger on on the PlayStation Two with her brothers, oh. and I was like, I, I really, I'm like, I'm I'm really sorry. I was like, I don't think so. It's like the only way that you can play this is like I'll give you my Xbox or my PlayStation and you kind of play them that way. Is like this is not the the greatest way to play them. Yeah, it's 
cloud streaming, I'm very iffy on it. And that kind of defeats the purpose of the Switch, because it's like, you play on the go, but now it's like, you play wherever there's Wi-Fi, you know? Yeah, and the Wi-Fi is kind of spotty on it. Yeah. So, I would not recommend that way. Steam Deck. The Steam Deck. Yes. Yeah, I got I got one coming. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting to get that uh complete your purchase email. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm excited to hear what you think of it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I can't wait to play everything back again on it. I'm gonna play Witcher. That's how I'm gonna play Witcher three for the first time. Well, not for the first time, second time. Okay. And then Skyrim for like the twelfth time. Twelfth time. <laughs> I I'm more of a Fallout guy myself. Really? Yes. Okay. Did you even with all the jank? Fallout Four or Fallout? Like, were you a fan before that? I was a fan at Fallout Three. First time I got into the series. See, I feel like I missed something because, you know, back in the day when I was like in in high school at the time, I was like looking at like the top games, and Fallout was always there, and I was always so close to buying it. And then I never did. It was always just something else, whether it was a Call of Duty, whether it was um, uh, the Uncharted, Resistance, something always took my attention away to Fallout. And then I then afterwards, it was like so old. I was like, oh, there's probably going to be a new one coming out. So I'll just wait for the new one and never did. Yeah. Yeah, Then I played played Fallout 4 for the first time. And uh, it's a different experience. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. It's not the best for shooting, but I really enjoyed the storytelling and like the choices you can make where you could just be full on evil or really good, or you could be a little mix in between, you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's uh, the game that reminds me that that does that well is infamous. Oh yeah. I heard those were great. I never played them myself. Oh really? Gotta get a, well, now, did you, uh, all right, we'll talk about, listen, let's not jump ahead, but I yeah, do want to yeah. find out about the PlayStation Plus stuff, if, if you upgraded to it, but we can we can jump that. I'm going to let you tell the rest of your history. Okay. All right, yes. Back to the history timeline. PS2, it was a great series, or a great console. I also played uh, Predator Concrete Jungle, which I was definitely too young to play that. Have you heard of that game? Yeah. Yeah. How old were you? I had to be like, I'd have to be like 14, I'd say. That's not that bad. Eh, I don't know. It was pretty graphic. If my parents saw what I was playing, they would not allow that. <laughs> they didn't even want me to get uh, GTA 4. Well, that one I understand. That one, you know, that was a very, that was very inappropriate. I'm even sh- like, I'm shocked my parents even knew what GTA was. Yeah. Growing up. Yeah. Whatever. Well, like, I'm sure there there were some, like, news stories talking about how bad it is on children. This and that. It's very... Maybe that's how they found out. Yeah. Because, uh, like, whenever a new one comes out, or, like, back when, like, GTA 4 was coming out, there was, like, news stories, like, saying, like, oh, your children should not be playing this. And also, I tried to go to a blockbuster with my mom after school i tried to get to get me it and the guy at the counter was like do you know what this game entails drugs violence language all this stuff he read (laughs) all and she's like all right we're not getting it dang dude 
He sold me out. Blew up my spot. Blew up the spot. Dang. And then I got it from a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Always reliable. Always reliable. But anyway, PS2. It was great. From what I played. And then. There was. I feel like PS2. You know, they, it had some good. I feel like people remember PS2 a lot more fonder than I do. Just like with the games that came out to me, like maybe just because it it related to my core. I I think PS3 is a lot better than PS2. Uh, I don't know if you feel the same way. Well, once I get down, more down the uh, road. Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So, oh yeah. One very good trilogy. Highly recommend. Fly Cooper trilogy. I don't know if you ever played it. I've heard about this game. It's amazing. The Sly and the gang just going on missions, sneaking around, doing all this fun stuff. I those are like the trilogy of the three games are probably my one of my favorites on the PS2. Yeah, I know Nick. Nick's been asking for them uh, to remaster those games so you guys can play. Yeah. Mm, he knows. But anyway, add to the PS2, or while I had PS2, I'm not sure when, but the Xbox, the first Xbox, not the Xbox One, was out, and I would go to my friend's house, and he would have these uh, land parties with Halo 2. And that's where I really, like, started playing, like, shooters. That was, like, the first time. Because on the PS2, I wasn't really playing shooters like that. And it would be, like, eight people at his house. And we'd be doing these land parties till like, two or three in the morning. And it was amazing. And eventually... When you picked up the controller for the first time, did you, like, feel a sense that this was the game for you? No, because I was pretty bad. And I was just getting... My ass beat, honestly. Because <laughs> it was like, uh, it was just me and my friend Colin and uh, his brother Bryce and all of his friends. So they all have been playing and like I was new to it. So like, I don't think they wanted me on my, <laughs> wanted me on their team, but they were too nice, you know? Yeah. Too nice to say no, you can't play. Everybody's got some start somewhere. Yeah, that's right. And that's where I learned I really liked Halo. And shooters, just the feeling of killing someone else and not like a bot, you know, or like mm-hmm. an NPC. Yeah, a different feeling. And the feeling of teabagging. That was like nothing I've ever experienced in my life. <laughs> well, just, gang teabag too. That's also a different feeling. Just builds up the anger inside. <laughs> that's right. And then fast forward to the Xbox 360 days. And my friend uh, getting Halo 3 invited me over the first night he got it. And we played, like, all night. And after that, I was like, I need to play. I need Halo 3, and I need to get an Xbox. So I ended up getting an Xbox 360. That's where my shooter career really took off. Okay, okay. Did you get get into Gears? Yes. Yes, I did. Gears of War 2, mostly. Oh, well, originally. 
I'm not, I didn't really play Gears of War 1, but Gears of War 2, I heard, like, I was just hearing about it and how uh, intense it was. And I jumped in, and you could do, like, these executions, and it was just so, like, gory and, like, nothing I've ever played before. You know? Yeah, yeah I don't know. The Gears stuff, I, I've never uh, was able to, you know, get into it I, I don't know i think i played i didn't play it at the time um you know on xbox i played it later on mm-hmm. uh i think i borrowed an xbox 360 from somebody and i played it a, i that game just never clicked to me and it always just felt janky yeah it, it definitely has some jank for sure but i i really did just like just like the online aspect, you know, and like that was back before there was like party chats and stuff. So it just be yeah. people talking shit, you know, oh, yeah. in between rounds. And stuff. It's the best part. Yeah, it's not nowadays. It's not really the same. Most people are just in like a private party, you know, and not really in like game chat. Yeah, I I think that I think that's the big key. I didn't really have friends on like the Xbox 360 PlayStation level, so it was only me just playing myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely not the same really playing by yourself. Like it's it is fun, but I feel like with friends like being able to uh, talk shit to the other team, it was some good times for sure. Yeah, and that I was mainly on the 360 for most of the years of that generation, and then close to the end of the generation i got the ps3 and it was i did enjoy a lot like the last of us and something else i played but your ps3 was like pretty uh, you didn't fully dive in until the next console right yeah pretty much yeah i got like last of us three and I'm pretty sure I got the Sly Cooper collection again because you are because you know I had to get that. You know I had to get that. I'm drawing a few blanks, but that's all right. Dude, I put you I, on. I, I kind of put you on the spot <laughs> it's just so by good. saying by just saying, "Oh, hey, just uh, spew your game in history." Yeah, yeah, no, it's all right. But I just know Last of Us Part One really left a mark. Like that was one of the first games. Where I was like, wow, this is like a movie. You know, this is yeah. some movie quality stuff. Yep. And I I never sure. like got to play like the Uncharted series, but I heard that was really good and made by the same people. But I just I just mainly like played a few things on PS3, but it was mainly on Xbox for like most of the third party and first party stuff. Did you ever play shooters on on PlayStation 3? I played Black Ops 1, and I'm pretty sure PlayStation made the decision to have the bumpers as, like, the aim down and shoot. Yeah. Remember correctly? Yep. Yeah, that, that would always throw me off. It's weird, though, because I feel like some people now choose to do the... to, to remap the the controls to the bumpers so you don't have like that much of input lag really i didn't even I, know you, you people really remapping okay i i've that's what i've heard 
I could be wrong, but that's what I've heard. I mean, I don't know if any any like Have professional you... streamers do that because you know they're all hacking. But um, <laughs> uh, but I do think that you know if you don't have a modded controller, that is one way one way to get around it. Yeah, it would be like quicker reaction time to shooting and aiming it. Yeah, people talk shit about the PlayStation and then you know comes back. <laughs> but like, when you want to use the haptic triggers though. I mean, not in a shoot, not in a in a, a regular shooter. Now, now I want like the perfect response time. That's true. I feel it kind of adds the immersion, you know. Yeah, maybe not for, for maybe not for online, but like more for the story mode. Yeah, know? yeah, for story for sure. But like online, I don't want something messing with my aim. Yeah, that's, that's true. I played it. Yeah, I played a few shoes on PS5. But anyway, fast forward. It's the end of the generation, right? Close to the mm-hmm. end of the Xbox and PS3 generation. And I mainly game on the Xbox. Eventually, my disk drive broke on my 360. And that was the time I had, like, physical games only. So I was asked out of that. And I'm pretty sure me and the game, we made a pact. We said we were going to go with the PS4. and it was around Christmas time 2013 right after the consoles came out and I was looking online trying to get a PS4 I was looking everywhere couldn't find it but what was in stock the Xbox One so I broke the truce and I got the Xbox One and let me tell you it was a roller coaster of a generation Yep. It was it was mainly it was mainly third party games, and definitely not in the quality of the PlayStation Four. Like exclusive. I, I, I bet you were talking shit though when you were able to play Titanfall hey. in March. Hey, and yeah, you got Titanfall. Yeah, you know that was pretty cool. You I'll know, I'm a guy, so I was really into that. Titan. I don't know what Nick's hate for Titanfall is. I actually do think it's a very underrated game. Very underrated. Yeah. It was it was pretty unique in the sense of like just wall running and mm-hmm. the jetpack. I know it's it's done to death nowadays, but like back then it was pretty like unique in that sense. And also jumping into the Titans and fighting it out. So uh, that Titanfall is one of those games where I I ju- I feel like the shooting is just the gameplay of the shooting and and just the feel of it is is top notch. It's like one of the best in the industry. I think it's like the, there's for sure there's Call of Duty, there's Titanfall, there's like I I'll put I'll go out and say that there's Destiny. I'm sure you're gonna say like Halo, but I I feel like on top it's 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 up there. Yeah, I'd say so too. I'm hoping for a bat or a Titanfall three, eventually. But I know yeah. Apex is really taking off. So Apex is a good game. It's a good, good game. game. I just. I don't know. I never got into it when it first came out, and I just never went back. But I definitely gotta go back. They keep updating it. And it seems very enticing. The only, the good thing about Apex is that like with Call of Duty, right, the Warzone, like they tie it to the to the actual game, so you have to level up the weapons in order to to fully get the best benefit of it in Warzone. But Apex, 
they're all generic weapons. It's a real like looter shooter game. It's like you go, you you drop in, you find the weapon, you find all the attachments, and then you go about your day. So I, I think, and then the shooting mechanic is great. The you know, the all the player ability, all the character abilities are great too. Which it's, it's just like, and I do. It's one of those games where you can just play by yourself if you want to. You don't have to talk to anybody. And you can still win. That's a good point. That's true. I'm gonna have to try it out again. You know, you know if there's like a next gen upgrade for that. I don't think that there's. I don't. I have to check to see if they have a PS5 version or if I'm running the PS4 version on it. Um, yeah, I'm uh, entirely sure. Okay, okay. But anyway, yeah, play or Xbox, Xbox One generation. It, it has some rough patches. But I, I stuck through it, thick and thin, and I eventually got a PlayStation 4, too. But closer, I'd say 2018, around there, I got it. And then I was just, like, no, playing all... The end. Yeah, I was playing, like, most of those exclusives and catching up, you know. And I gotta say, PlayStation's really got the cinematic single player third person narrative driven stories on lock yep there's nothing like it for sure and then Uh, fast forward now i'm going over the xbox series x the ps5 and the switch as my gaming history how's uh how's the switch doing you open it up recently (sighs) you know I try. I try to, but after using these newer consoles, it's a little hard to Bro, go it's back. Like you, you open it up and you get disgusted and you put it back down. Yeah. I I don't know. I like the portability aspect, but it's like I'm not really traveling that often. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just bad because it came out midway, uh, towards the end of the life cycle of the PS4. Right, PS4, Xbox One, right? And it already had worse graphics than that, right? For a console that, you know, was already out for like six years at the time. Um, And now, like, we've moved on again, and it's just, it's still like, it, it, it's just gotten worse. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we're waiting for like the next gen console, but again, it's like, are we really going to go down the same rabbit hole and play? and play this all over again and and just you know have the one two three games uh, like the two games a year barely and then you know for something that you know you rather just play on the a big screen tv i don't know yeah it's tough to say but i think i think the switch is it's very popular and like their first party games sell so i think nintendo is fine with doing what works for them you know not necessarily chasing the best graphics highest frame rates mm-hmm. but i feel like it'd be nice for them to like have something somewhat like closer to the xbox series x and ps5 because also i'd like them to still have that like third party support you know i feel yep. like third parties are not gonna really want to invest their time into the switch or whatever Nintendo's new console is if the specs aren't there. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. That's why I'm hoping the Steam Deck uh does well. 
That's right. Hopefully that will tell Nintendo they got to kick in the high gear, you know? Yeah, it's all right. Just drop a $500 console. console. It's okay. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad at it. Don't worry about the little kids. They'll find something to play. Yeah. I'd love to see Mario in 4K, you know? Oh, it'd be intense. (laughs) All right, Jack. Well, thanks for that. Uh, By the way, you have a favorite game? Is it Halo? Or is it Sly? Oh, why are you doing this? I'm going to give you my top three. Go ahead. Number one. Wait, wait, wait. Number one meaning the top or like the number? All right. Down? I'm going to go three, two, one. Number one. Okay. Be on top. Okay. I'm going to have to go slide three at number three. Okay. Kingdom Hearts 2. Okay. And number one, Halo 3. Those are great choices. Uh, I haven't played... Yeah, I didn't play all three of them. But I've heard good things. I've heard good things. So, But uh, it's all it's all interesting of what, you know, like I said, uh, what we get into at the time and, you know, how each of our gaming histories are a bit different from each other. Yeah. All right, so thanks for that, Jag. Um, I feel like actually, let's. I should have done this earlier, but let's do this quickly. What it? What have we been playing? Because um, we are now, you know, we missed last week. Nick and I couldn't get get a, a podcast going uh, after you know all the conferences and such. We'll talk about that too, Jag. We'll kind of go over that briefly. Just I want to hear your opinion, what game you like, anything that stuck out to you. But um, yeah, so let's 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 start this off. Uh, Jack, what have you been playing? What I've been playing is Halo Infinite. It's the grind those challenges. I've got the battle pass, so you okay. know I grind those challenges. I play online with some friends. I play online with the game Rye Guy and Grizz from time yep. to time. But you play ranked? No. Okay. I have not played ranked recently. Oh, that seems like it's a, wa- it's a waste of your abilities, huh? I know it is a waste of my abilities. <laughs> I sh- I should, but I don't know. I gotta. I feel like I'm grinding more towards the challenges, just to, like level up the battle pass and okay. ranked. It's like some artificial number or artificial ranker again it's just gonna reset next season you know it's fair it's fair it's just uh it's the most intense gameplay and you know not always for the best reasons the lag the lag i don't know do you do you notice that there's a big lag in in like the regular quick play matches or is it just you think it's just ranked some like like there's there like the turning of the corners where that you won't see guys and and then like the bullets just like kind of curve around the corners like that kind of stuff. Uh I've experienced some lag, but not to the extent of that. But like I've heard of like some like desync issues, but that might be it. Where like, uh, kind of similar to what you said, where you're like turn the corner, you're not seeing the guy. Mm-hmm. But you're getting shot at. Yep. So I think that's one issue that they need to work on for sure. 
but I haven't really experienced it that often. But I, I definitely need to jump to some ranked eventually. Okay. But yeah, right we'll, now, we'll, we'll take you. I'm, I'm forever on platinum five. Oh, you usually run ranked? Yeah, yeah. I we I play with uh you know the regular other squad, uh you know George and uh, Stefano. I don't okay. know if you ever met. Them. I think you met them. You you play with them a couple times. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah but George George is pretty intense. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm stuck on plat five. I literally, I go down to plat four, go back up to plat five, go back down to plat four, go back up to plat five. I think I'm pretty close. If I, I think I'm like halfway to plat six, and then it just kind of died off. Okay. I'll have to jump in sometime if you guys yes. need a fourth. Oh, we all, we need your caliber of help for sure. Okay, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah, I was gonna say? I was gonna say it was gonna say. Are you playing anything else? Yes. Right now, I'm trying to pick back up on Horizon for Ben West. <laughs> I'm in that same boat as the game. Mm. I say I'm gonna run it. I say I just need a couple hours to run it because, you know, 30 minutes or an hour, it's not enough, not enough time to really dive in, you know? Yep. It's always an excuse that we find out not to play this game. I know. It's a terrible excuse. It's a beautiful game, and I definitely enjoyed what I was playing so far, but I don't know why I'm not hooked on it, you know? I don't know why. Did you beat Elden Ring? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. Uh, no spoilers because I haven't gotten it to because, you know, again, trying to commit to Horizon first. Um, did you like it? I loved it. 104 hours in. <laughs> would you uh, play it again? Yes. Yes, I would. Okay. And, and just use a different build because there's like, it's very, I'd say it's very unique in the different builds you could use. You know, I mainly went like, uh, sword and shield and some magic okay but my next run i want to be like full magic and like do all the crazy spells because i wasn't really like putting my uh experience points into magic that high so there's mm-hmm. certain spells i couldn't use but other than that i love that game i but look forward to playing it after i beat horizon hopefully it'll be it's definitely not going to be by the end of the month, but I have a week off the first week of July, so I'm hoping to get a lot of my damage done then, and then I can just jump into Elven Ring. Okay. All right. Anything else? Or is that it? Uh, back to the horizon point. Yeah. I just want to point out that also, I'm going, <laughs> I go to play it sometimes. And then someone hits me up to run something online, and then I just get tempted. I end up doing that. It's a bad cycle. I should just cut. Yeah. I should just say no and just continue playing. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta. At some point, you just gotta ignore them. Go offline and uh, just uh, stick to it and, and finally get it out. Would, do you have an idea what you're playing after Horizon, or or no, or nothing really that you're looking forward to after it? I gotta finish. A Plague Tale Innocence because the okay. sequel is about to come out in October. Just got announced. So okay. I'm looking forward to that. 
All right. I never played a Playtale. Do you? Uh, I'm assuming it's a good game. You, you're liking it. Yes, I would highly recommend. Sure. Gonna, I've gonna add it to the list. Yeah, add to the list. That's the thing. Nowadays, we have money to buy these games, but we don't have time to, time to play finish them. it. It's a vicious cycle. And then something new comes out, and you end up buying that, thinking you're gonna finish it, and then you realize <laughs> you got like ten games you still gotta finish. Yep. Yep. Uh, so I'm gonna jump in. So I played. I have not played Horizon in a week and a half. Uh, always found something else to 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 jump into. Um, I played a little Apex last week last week it was fun uh, part of it was that you know the group was getting sick of playing um halo uh we jumped into apex for a little bit i was having fun with that uh middle of the week this week we got an update into Warzone, so it's been a while since i, I think it's been about like three months since i played Warzone. haven't really played the new the new map heard it's like kind of trash so you know we haven't really done anything like that but they opened up they have a new map that opened up a new little small rotator map called i think it's uh fortune something fortune's keep is something like that so been jumping in the last couple days onto that and let me tell you that just back game plays great uh i don't have any like the the new weapons because you know we kind of gave up on vanguard too um and like i said you know warzone they have the that you need all the to level up the guns the most effective way to do that so far outside of like cheesing it uh is like usually just playing vanguard and doing the multiplayer in vanguard but you know they decided this time around to increase all the levels of the weapons to level 70 instead of like 55 which has been you know kind of the tradition the last two years uh, oh, wow. so, so it sounds like more of a grind. Oh, it's it's terrible. It's it's, it's a long grind. Uh, the game is not that great, so it's just kind of just you know lagging your like you know lugging your way through the games just to level up a weapon. But I jumped into Fortune's Keep. It seems like all the ground loot is very very good, and based on like how so they they offer it's not a traditional like the the traditional war zone concept there is a redeploy so that just means that if your team's alive you die you survive the counter you come back and you come back as many times as you want until like the final circle and when they disable um uh, they disable the redeploy mechanic oh. so like, you don't, yeah you don't you don't even need a, you don't even need a fresh loadout no nothing you can just pick up the the ground loop pick up whatever you know from the enemies that you killed and if they have loadout weapons I, it's and it's just it's such a quicker map and it's more aggressive style it just it's just hitting the right spots again and it's definitely going to get me back into like regular war zone if i can get like some of the the rest of you know the people that i used to play with back in the thing that I, the other thing that i like about it is like this new map kind of like what i described with apex you don't really need that um, a lot of communication you can literally just jump in, do your thing, and and jump out, and you'll still have like a great time. Yeah, man, it sounds like a nice update. I I fell off of Warzone after like a few months of being out, and I'd jump in here and there, but I never really got invested. But maybe 
this new update might be it. it it's tough. It it's it's so tough. I I would tell you, I will tell you that I would appreciate if you come and you play with me. But the fact of the, the way that they tie the games to the actual Call of Duty, like uh, you know, traditional releases. Mm-hmm sort of holds back the game because of the fact that it's like you're just going to drop in and you're not going to have like any fully leveled weapons so the good thing is it's like you have three years of call of duty weapons to um to utilize whether it's a war zone not war zone whether it's vanguard cold war or modern warfare it's just that you know is there certain guns they take out from the older games or are they in war zone no, everything you can use any gun in there. I mean, they have oh, like okay. different, they have different, you know, loot, like loot table for the actual map. Like they tend to be all like the newer guns and and such. Um, but you can, yeah, you can pick Modern Warfare weapons and jump in. Great, because I played a lot of Modern Warfare. I played a little bit of Black Ops, and then I didn't even buy Vanguard. And I used to buy every Call of Duty every year. Smart, smart. I don't know if I've ever. I've never not bought bought a Call of Duty game. I think I've I've made the big like oh I'm not buying it and then I end up do, but yeah. I don't think I've I've missed the release. And now we're we're back in Modern Warfare and that's my favorite. Outside of like Black Ops One, that's like my favorite uh, oh, yeah. iteration of the franchise. So down for Def- it. Yeah, I'm definitely getting that day one. Yep, and then we got Warzone Two again. Warzone two. That's right. Maybe I might just wait for Warzone two. <laughs> yeah, probably. I yeah. I just wonder how they're gonna do the weapon integrations with that. If like even the old games, all the old guns are still gonna work on that. I I don't know. Yeah, I am curious how they're gonna do that. Oh, all right. Well, that Anything was. Else? No, I think that's pretty much it for me. Um, I haven't played anything else. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna try to get play through horizon like i say every week try to get a little bit further into the game uh you know i've I've said it on the pod before but i really want to play monster hunter and i don't know why but it's just like i have it downloaded on there and it's like i just want i want to try it but now like nick had told me i think last week about monster under rise on on the switch and that it's like kind of like a an easier progression into it. So I, I don't know if I want to try that first. I got to think about it. Yeah. I never really played the monster hunter games. I tried monster hunter world and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So I just fell off of it, but Nick, the game has told me about monster hunter rise on the switch. I, I saw some gameplay. Yeah, it is going around. And I saw some gameplay. It was looking pretty good. So maybe I might have to jump into that too. <laughs> if you do, let and me they know. Got some, yep, we'll do. And they got some new DLC I heard about. Sunbreak or Sunrise? Oh, shit. It's it's $14 on Switch. It's on sale? Oh, it's digital. It's ah, <laughs> digital through Target. Hey, I may have to invest. Honestly, you might be right. <laughs> I'm looking at this. Uh, you might be right. That's, this might, that's, it might be enough. Yeah, Switch games don't usually go on sale. for, Or they don't go on sale in general, like the first party games. And that for 14 
That sounds like a steal. Yeah, I think I was waiting. I was contemplating getting this on Steam with the Steam Deck, but oh. I don't know. I'm looking at the graphics right now, and it don't look that much better. So, I don't know. But $14.99, uh, I will highly consider this. We will update you next week if we purchase it. Um, all right. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. Um, you know, we have some news articles that we can kind of go through, but, you know, very, very quiet week after, you know, the week and a half of uh, a week and a half ago of like all the consoles with with Xbox and the Summer Games Fest. Um, you know, Jack, was there anything that stuck out to you that you kind of want to talk about on um, uh, that came out from those conferences? We don't have to go through every game like we did in the past. We did the last episode. Um, just any anything that you want to specifically point out that you're excited for? Anything. Mm-hmm. I'd like to point to a game called the Callist- the Callisto Protocol. Yes, yes. I cannot wait. I, I was really big in the Dead Space back in the day, so this just looks like the spiritual successor. And from the trailer, the amount of just like the violence and just like yes, your character getting fucked up. I could not wait. Yes, uh, I totally agree. This was my big game of uh, of the whole show i think this was kind of my favorite showing uh i am excited to play and i'm not a big horror guy oh really yes no no i'm a big chicken when it come when it comes to that i can't i can't play in the dark like like that it would just kind of freak me out um but um no i i'm excited to play this this looks very good okay just play with the lights on <laughs> might be I'm yeah I, I'm big into horror games too like I played most of the Resident Evil games and Dead Space games and the Evil Within if you've heard of those yes 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 Bethesda right yes so I'm ready to play with the lights off and with the headphones on okay would you, would, would you think about um because you mentioned it that you like the Evil Within would you think about their new game that zombie game uh, what was what the hell was it called? Redfall. Oh, oh, with the vampires, right? Yes. Yeah, yep. I think graphically it didn't really blow me away, but with the four-player co-op aspect, and after the release of Deathloop, well, it's actually Arcane. It's Arcane, but like a different studio. That made um. Is it the Dishonored team? I think so. Oh, I thought it was Evil Within. My bad. Oh no, Evil Within. Yeah, I forgot who who made the Evil Within games, but it wasn't it wasn't Arcane. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this kind of looks like a a better bad for blood. So. Um... Yeah, it looks promising. I like the uniqueness of the characters. Yep. No, I'm excited. Uh, anything else that you think you remember? Scorn. That drew my eye. Not, they didn't really show much gameplay, but like I just like the 
grotesqueness of it. Something about it appeals to me. Was this another horror game? Yes. It was a horror game. Very, like, body horror in a sense. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I have it here. Uh, I'm looking at it. Yeah, this was, this was like the weird one. We got a little bit of a, of, of a, a tease of this, but we didn't really see anything of it. Right? Yeah. yeah. They, I think they did like show some form of gameplay like a few months ago, a few months back. But like, yeah, this recent trailer, they didn't really show much gameplay. But I'm more interested in the atmosphere of it. Okay. Seems pretty cool. I mean, I'm looking at the gameplay trailer. Um, yeah, I mean, this one, I mean, like I said, horror games, I te- you know, they have to kind of be oh, blow me away. And I think Callisto Protocol does that. Uh, this one, I don't know. I'll wait, I'll wait to hear what you say about it. If it's worth it, then we'll, maybe I'll try it. Okay, okay. It'll be on Game Pass, too. So if you're ever interested, oh. you just oh. got to hit download. <laughs> Game Pass. Oh, we got to talk about PlayStation. That's that's what we gotta do because that 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 came out last week. Oh yeah, PS Plus. That's right. right. But a few more, few more games from the showcase. High on life. I don't know that that feels. Yeah, that that looks interesting with the talking guns. I'm not sure if the humor's gonna hit for me, but I hope so. Because I watched a few episodes of Rick and Morty, but I never really, like, stuck with it. But I've heard great things about it. No, I, I agree. I, I, I never also... I'm not a big Rick and Morty person either. It's just... But, like, seeing this game, seeing, like, the cool way of the guns kind of, like, reminds me of of Ratchet and Clank. It's like an adult version of Ratchet and Clank. Uh, with the, you know... They each do different things, and then the guns kind of talk to you. I think that I think they were pretty funny to me. So, um, and it also looks beautiful. So, yeah, I'm excited for sure. Yep. All right. And one last one: Resident Evil yeah. Four remake. <laughs> okay. I cannot wait. My first Resident Evil game was Resident Evil Four, back on the Wii. I know it originally came out on GameCube, but I didn't play until. I had the Wii, which I had the Wii in the timeline in my history at some point. It all starts to jumble together, you know. It's hard mm-hmm. to keep track with all the different. Yeah, but... would you uh, would you play that game in VR? <sighs> That's tough. <laughs> That's a good question. I've never really, I never had a VR headset. But I've played my one of my friends' headsets, Resident Evil Four. Because it came out on the Oculus Quest. And I was pretty blown away by how awesome it was. And how scary it was. So, I don't know if I could go through a whole game. Because also, I also felt a little like nauseous from playing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I do love the horror and the immersion. So, maybe when the P- PSVR 2 comes out. I could yeah. Play. I don't know. I, I got a Quest 2 for christmas and i liked it i didn't really get the horror stuff the only the real thing that was like kind of like giving me problems is that the headset was like too hot 
um, like making like my face sweat and whatever. So I had to take it off and everything. Oh. I really liked I liked VR, but to me, it just still seems like a gimmick at this point. But there were very cool games that I played on VR, and I, I kind of do want to open it back up and just like start playing it again a little bit. There was I had some some good stuff on there. Yeah, I'm I'm sure VR is going to eventually not be so niche and just be the norm. I'm hoping with the PSVR two. We'll see. That's a bold statement. That's a bold <laughs> statement, but I'm calling it here. You heard it first. It needs a Spider-Man see. game. That would be great. All right. Well, I guess that that's pretty much it from the conference. We didn't really get anything else. Um, a few weeks ago, a few days ago, I don't know if it was about a week now. Uh, Square Enix announced. Um, Final Fantasy 7 Part 2. Um, I think we both played that game. Uh, played the first one. Um, I'm interested... Did you like that game? When I it came out? It. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah, so now we're, we're getting Part 2 next year, and now they also said that we are getting... that they're in development with Part 3, so hopefully within, like, you know, next two to five years, you know, we'll have everything out. We'll have the full experience of Final Fantasy VII to have played. Do you think that so. do you think that just by playing one, that it would convince you to go back to play the original? That's, <laughs> that's a tough sell because I've seen those graphics and I'm not too sure, but uh, the story, the story was very good in the remake, and I know it's not the same as the original game, so it may be worth to go back and play it. Okay. Because I've heard great things. I've heard most things, or most people talking about Final Fantasy VII as the one. I think. I think I like the gameplay better in the original seven. I didn't beat seven. I, I played like, I don't know, the opening 20 minutes of it. I liked it. I like the, I, I don't mind the turn-based shooting because, you know, I, I do dig like the JPR, uh, JRPGs. Um, but I, I also do appreciate the action RPGs. So uh, I do think that, you know, over time, I probably will try to go back to seven and, and, and try to beat it the original version too but maybe i'll wait until like all the parts come out and experience it one the first this way and then go back and experience it how everybody else knows it okay yeah i'm if i get over how, how the graphics look maybe i could find a way i think the switch version might be the the pc port really so yeah, so maybe maybe check that out because that that's probably already upraised a little bit. Okay, I'll add to the list. Just back keeps well. just keeps growing, growing. It really does. All right, so yeah, I think that's pretty much it for like the you know just kind of catching up on the last couple of weeks. We're gonna go through a a few articles um, that kind of came up this week. Uh, actually, before we jump to that. PlayStation Plus, uh, the new tier list. Have you gotten a chance to look at it? I feel like if any of us would have, it would have been you. So, 
Don't Let Me Down? Yes, I did get a chance to look at it. Okay, what do you think? I think it's, I think it's nice for nostalgia's sake with certain games like War of the Monsters. They got the original Resident Evil One on there. Mm-hmm. They got Ape Escape. I never played those, but I've heard those were fun. Yep. Siphon Filter. Never played that. Heard great things. But Jag, are you are you invested in the top tier or the middle tier? I have the top tier. Okay. Premium. Okay. Is there enough PS2 and is the PS3 games included in that too? Yes, they are, but it's okay. streaming only. And I jumped in for I jumped in a little on the streaming and it was okay. You notice any lag? Yeah, slightly, but okay. it's if you're not playing online and just playing like single player game. Well, I guess it depends on the single player game too. Because I experienced some... I jumped into uh, Resistance 3. Just to see uh, how it was. It's a, it's a big game for me. Is it? You used yeah, to play those? Uh, yeah, Resistance is one of my favorite franchises on on a Sony. Uh, on Sony's platform. And I've been begging for them to just remake the game. Or at least like just give us... Um, remasters of the game because I feel like that's the only game especially in their catalog of like recent hits that hasn't gotten a remaster mm-hmm. um so yeah I'm, I'm a big on I'm a big fan of resistance and I hope they bring it back because it, it definitely deserves another showing yeah I heard good things about it. I never played it myself but I jumped into resistance 3 just to see what it was like to play like a shooting game through the streaming and it felt all right, but not like seamless, you know. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. So, and I, I also have a wired connection too, but my Wi-Fi <laughs> is probably not. I mean, my internet's probably not the fastest. It's gets a little over a hundred megabytes per second. But I know some people have like one terabyte or something ridiculous, or a thousand megabytes per second. That's what I got. Really? Yeah, so, I have it, but it like only comes up to like 700. And I'm, I'm hardwired in too, so. Oh, only 700? Boo-hoo. Yeah, it's... <laughs> give me the 300. <laughs> yeah. But uh, maybe streaming might work better for you. Because I guess it will definitely uh, vary on what type of internet you have. Yeah. I think I'm going to wait, though, because... I just realized that I only have plus until August, and I swear I thought I had like three years of plus, uh, but I don't. So I'm just gonna wait a little bit, maybe see if, if things change, um, and then I'll I'll dive in. Um, but yeah, but I think that's pretty much it. And one more thing, I would say, day. I would say the selections not. Not as like in debt or not robust. as big as I yeah not as robust as I thought it would be, but at the same time I know they're just starting it out so they're gonna build over time obviously. But I would say the For sure. PS Plus. I, it was lot, just 
Discord. There was just games on there. Like I, I remember when we went through with Nick that there were games on there that was like mind blowing why they included that versus something else. Like I think the big one that's coming to mind is they put the division on there, but not the division two. Yeah, it, that's yeah, it's a weird choice. Yeah. All right. So I'd say the second tier if you It's a way to go. Yeah. I would I would also say if you're someone that hasn't bought all, all of the like exclusives or you're like just got a PS five, then the second tier is definitely the way to go. But if you do have some nostalgia for some older games, I would look to see some of your favorite games from the past to see if they're on there and think about investing in the higher tier. Yeah, the only game that will get me to the higher tier outside of, you know, Resistance is a, is a pretty good, uh, is a pretty one to start off with, but Batman Origins, because I never played that game, and I I desperately want to play that game. Oh, okay. Yep. All right, Jag, ready to go through some news articles? I'm ready. Okay. So, from IGN, Sucker Punch job listing point to new open world action stealth game in development so it says sucker punch is looking to hire some new talent to work on what appears to be an open world game with action stealth elements uh the studio's career page features listings for a variety of roles including technical combat and senior combat designers as well as an encounter designer what makes the combat designer listing stand out are the requirements the senior combat designer listing in particular as do you delight in knowing the details of attack or parry timing and counting and count frames, which brings to mind sword combat. In addition, the role asks that applicants have played previous Sucker Punch games, suggesting that they need to be familiar with the studio's games and understand their core mechanics. This could point to the studio's next project being a follow-up rather than a new IP. Meanwhile, one of the listed responsibilities for the encounter designer is delivering interesting and varied encounters in an open-world game with a particular focus on melee combat and stealth. Whatever the studio's next game is, it looks like it will incorporate open-world melee and self-mechanics. While Soccer Punch hasn't announced anything yet, Ghost of Tsushima ticks all three of those boxes. So it's possible that a sequel is in the works right now. Jag, what do you feel about Ghost of Tsushima? And please tell me why it's one of the best games that came out in the last two years. I played it. I beat it. And I loved it. It was definitely a sleeper hit for me. I wasn't expecting much, but I was pleasantly surprised. I heard that Nick said that you guys played Legends uh, last week. Yes. I Yeah, I just played the single player originally, and then I've heard about the Legends mode. I never hopped in, and we hopped in recently. It's definitely more fleshed out than I expected, and very fun. So I'm excited for the sequel and to see if they're well i assume they're going to make legends 2 or whatever type of multiplayer aspect yeah i would assume that they're going to probably try to build something bigger out of of this maybe make i don't know maybe make it more standalone-ish i don't know we'll we'll see about that but it does sound like based on this article it does sound like they are looking for you know ghost of tsushima 2 um i mean i am not sad about that because i want ghost of tsushima i really love the game i am though but 
I am a little disappointed that we're not getting Infamous. Uh, I I know. I know. Well, I thought you were going to say you're a little upset that we're not getting a Sly 5. Oh, we're not getting a Sly 5 from this team's not making Sly 5. I hate I hate to break give you. Hey, I heard the, I heard the stealth part so I was thinking it could be. Could oh, be. Yeah. That that that's what it that's what it is. Open world uh Sly game is going to shock the world. It will shock me, that's for sure. Yeah, no. I think they're going to rely on some of like the the second party stuff to do that like Sumo. Um like that like those kind of teams that that, you know, made Sly 4. Yeah, they definitely struck gold with Ghost of Tsushima, so I can't see them working on anything other than a sequel. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely know why that they're doing Ghost of Tsushima, and they're also probably going to take their time. Like, we're not probably not going to see this game for another two years at least. That's my assumption. Um, but yeah, I'm, I am a little disappointed because I do miss... I do miss Un- Infamous. I know we're getting like all the Marvel games out of like the Insomniac Studios, but like Infamous was just like that 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 good bad system. It it just felt different, and I'm I'm kind of sad that you know we're not seeing that world again. Yeah, I never played the Infamous games, but I heard that aspect of the good and bad and like stuff you would do in the game would affect the ending of the game and also like certain parts of the game while you're playing Mm -hmm. through i thought that was a pretty cool aspect i thought that's how it was going to go with ghost of tsushima with being the samurai or the ghost yep it didn't play as big of a role as i thought it would if you get what i'm saying yeah yeah yeah. i i know I, i get what you're saying um it could be it could be in the next game you never know yeah could be but I, it would also lock you off of like certain uh, skills, you know, if you were deciding to go one way or the other. So I can see why they didn't want to do that. Yeah, I think the other thing too is is that you know, based on how they did the sequels, they I think they did it based on like the trophies and how much popped the good versus bad side, and that's like how they determined how the game was gonna go. Oh, uh, okay. So, I mean, I, I get it sometimes when, you know, they probably didn't want it like, you know, it, was, it bit them in the butt a little bit because it was like, uh, you know, you think that your your choices matter. And then when a sequel comes about and it's like, well, no, you actually don't matter because we're going the other way. That's a good point. Yeah. All right. So there's that um, next article. DICE has no plans to make non-Battlefield games. There is no time for anything else. Battlefield 2042 developer EA DICE has no plans to make non-Battlefield games anytime soon. Developer is known for its first-person shooters, with Battlefield 2042 being its current flagship game. Uh, DICE's vice president tells Games Industry Biz that any project not related to Battlefield are totally on the back burner. We are only focusing on Battlefield 2042. There is no time for anything else, and this is what we we want to do. In three years, we we want to be the first-person shooter powerhouse that DICE deserves to be, and that's what we're going for. Um, Yeah, so what do you think? I think that they're trying to fix a ship that's sinking. Oof, deep words. 
deep words from a big Battlefield fan. I've been a big fan since Battlefield 2. It was Battlefield 4 where I really started playing a lot, and it, I really enjoyed the uh, 32 on 32 on the giant maps and all these vehicles and explosions and stuff, and the buildings blowing up and degrading over time. But I feel like they lost their way with 2042. And it's so sad because I feel like they had good ideas in it. It just, they scrapped all the things that made it a Battlefield game. Yeah. And the game doesn't run well and still hasn't run well in, you know, a year and a half that. No, I, 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 I personally think that they should just scrap it and, and start something else. Start a new Battlefield game. Yeah, it's tough because I'm sure they invest a lot of money and time into it, but they, yeah. they but, you could know, try and steer the ship, but it's not going to be easy. I feel like they burned enough people with this game and releasing I'm, it so early and unfinished. I mean, yeah, it's like a year, it's a year old already and it's still, and it still doesn't work correctly. So, I don't know. We'll see. Did you ever, did you play any Battlefield 2042? I played the trial version of through the EA play. It was like a 10 hour trial. I only played like five hours and I stopped playing. Yeah. Cause it, it just seems like it, it doesn't, there's, there seems like there's something wrong with it. And I, I'm not a big fan of battlefield five simply because of just like the time error period. I hate, I hate the old school, uh, world war one world war two weapons i prefer like you know the modern weapons yeah um yeah so i was super excited about this game and like every you know every time i play it i'm like well i I rather just i could just play battlefield 5 and that's like a good game and it feels good and i'm pretty sure i could play battlefield 4 if i really want to go back because that game's still being populated too with with a bunch of people still playing it yeah and the amount of like guns at launch for like Battlefield 4 compared to Battlefield 2042, it was ridiculous. Like how little of like guns they had in 2042, and like I feel like Battlefield 4, they just had so many and so much like customization of different attachments, and it was so I don't know. So like I, I, giant in a sense. I like, yeah, but I, I think that the the way that the, these games have come, like they're different now. So, but it's all about focus content. So if you can, you know, release it, you you know, you can get away with a smaller gun list, but then every you know couple months or so, you got to be ready to drop one or two new guns, and then change yeah, the, think- change the way the meta is being played. Yeah, I think if they did that, that would definitely help. It was also like a $70 game with no campaign. So I'm just thinking, where's the content to make it feel like it's worth investing that type of money? Well, it's that's really got to be in the multiplayer. Because, you know, I feel like you can get $70 worth of a game out of a multiplayer, but it's got to be good. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, so jump into the next one playstation to skip gamescom 2022 
Sony has announced its decision to skip Gamescom 2022, adding PlayStation to the expanded list of publishers that won't be making an appearance at the popular annual convention in Cologne, Germany. In a statement to German publication, Sony revealed that it wouldn't be attending Gamescom this year, while also confirming there wouldn't be any PlayStation-based announcement during Jeff Keighley's opening night live live stream. Uh, though Gamescom long reigned as the world's most attended games expo and made a move to a streaming-based event in 2019, this year marks its return to a partially physical show. But it seems that many of the gaming's biggest companies are choosing to pass up on the opportunity. Nintendo, Take-Two, and Activision Blizzard have already announced that they won't take part at the event. While the verdict is still out on Microsoft, though, it's looking increasingly unlikely due to the company's limited first-party lineup for 2022. Granted, news of Sony's Gamescom isn't entirely unexpected, as PlayStation has been known to skip many major game shows over the past few years, as it has shifted its focus towards a short-form state-of-play streams, showcasing its newest partnerships and upcoming first-party games on its own time. Uh, Jag, how do you feel about this? I'd say it's the right call. Because they have their own narrative, and when they want to talk about their games, they will go on their time, you know? Instead of being put, and also, like, uh, being put with, like, other companies and stuff, and other, and um, there might be some stuff, PlayStation-wise, that might, like, get lost in the news cycle with all the other gaming news that will drop at that time, you know? So maybe they just want to own the conversation at their own time. I get that, sense. but I I feel like Sony, you know, usually when they do these live stream things, they they've always controlled the news cycle, and also like they technically got new hardware coming out. So I would have assumed that something like even just a strictly like VR two heavy showcasing at Gamescom could okay, have been yeah. in the cards. Yeah, I could definitely see. Yeah, that would definitely makes sense yeah i mean to me i'm just sad because i just remember back in the day before the pandemic when sony just used to have go to e3 and just show bangers for 90 straight minutes just show trailer after trailer after trailer and they were all good the show was always good it was always and now we're just like we get these state of plays they focus on one game. They're kind of boring. They don't have like that electric feeling in the air, like the excitement as like, you know, the previous ones do. So I'm a little sad. I'm not shocked. Hopefully next year with E3 coming back, Sony, you know, gives us gives us another banger of a showcase. That's true too. It was always nice having the big three in that one span of e3 just knowing you're gonna get content but i could also see how they want their own narrative you know or their own like their own time and not have to be with other companies you know yep yeah jack do you think we're gonna get another uh showcase this year from playstation i do because I believe God of War 2022. Oh, God. I still believe. <laughs> I should have started off the show with, Jay, got any bold predictions? 
yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if God of War is hitting this year. I do not think it will. I think it's a March game next year, February, March game next year. Um, but uh, we'll see. We will see. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, let's go back to that before I switch over. Do you, so you said that you think we're going to get God of War. I don't think that I don't doubt that we're we're gonna get a God of War showcase. Do you think they're gonna give do you a think 2023 that, release? I do think they're gonna give a 2023 release, or they they'll announce it after the show that it's gotten delayed, some stupid shit like that. But do you think that we're gonna get like a a game, a Sony heavy state of play that's sh- kind of showcasing the future of, of Sony? Kind of like, you know, their own, because last year we got it in September, I think it was like September, October, we got a Sony conference and that's where they showed, you know, Wolverine um, and a bunch of other games that they had going on the Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say, I would say they got to give us something to look forward to, you know, or like give us a little taste of what they got cooking up for 2023, you know. And also to show off that God of War 2 for 2022. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it makes sense. Hopefully we'll see something soon. We'll find something out about it soon. Um, all right. So this is our last article. From Software's next game is in the final stages of development. From Software is finishing up their next game, which is apparently already near the end of development. An interview with Japanese gaming website 4Gamer for, from software and Elder Ring director Hideka Mayazaki revealed that the studio's next game is already in the final stages of development. According to the interview, the publication as Mayazaki back in 2018 around the launch of Sekiro Shadows Die Twice from, some, from House From Software's two unannounced games were shaping up. One unannounced game would go on to become Elden Ring, but the other unannounced game is still in the works. And according to Miyazaki, development is currently in the final stages. No word on what that game might be, but one of the high-profile leaks around From Software suggests the studio is working on a new Armor Core game, the company's mech battle simulator. Um, Miyazaki himself revealed that he's already working on yet another game as a director with plans to work on a more abstract fantasy than anything we've done in the past. The interview concludes with Miyazaki sharing that along with these new titles, more updates for Elden Rings are in the works. Considering each of the past Souls games like Dark Souls Bloodborne received fairly substantial DLC campaigns, we can likely expect the same for Elden Ring. Um, Jack, what what do you think about this? I loved Elden Ring. Like I said before, beat it. 104 hours in. Loved exploring the world. So I'm excited for whatever this new sequel, or whatever this new game is. But at the same time, I've never played Armored Core. I never heard anything about it. But after playing Elden Ring and also Demon Souls, I'll be willing to give whatever it is a try. What do you think? Um, no, I I've never played Armor Court either, but it does the concept does look cool. I'm looking at other games that that they've kind of developed. Wow, well, they've they've made a lot of Armor Court games. I don't know how I've missed that. Um, really? there is Dark Souls, Demon Souls. 
Sekiro. I'm actually shocked that we haven't heard anything about a Sekiro remaster or even Sekiro 2 because that game, a lot of people like that game. Yeah, uh, for great things. No, Never I played think, it though. I think that you know if they're making Armor Core, they the recent games have always just been getting better and better with Sekiro and Dark Souls. Um, you know this is they're be- slowly becoming one of the super very high quality uh you know developers in the industry and the one thing that they do that other people don't they seem to knock out these games relatively quickly while you know some guys stay for five six years and and they can get a game out in like three years it seems yeah they just they know what they're doing i know there's some like or at least for like the elden ring there's some bugs and some stability issues with like the frame rate, but they keep bringing out solid experiences like Demon Souls, Sekiro, and Elden Ring. Are you excited for potential Elden Ring DLC? Yes, I am. I'm gonna day one. Okay, that's good. I wonder if they're gonna do some type of like paid content or or free content. I I, I look forward to hearing from that. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, Jag, thank you for joining us for episode eight. Um, You did a great job. I know it was very last minute. Didn't really give you any type of itinerary, you know, just kind of jumped into it. uh, I think you nailed it. Um, You know, we're happy to bring you back anytime. If you want to come back, Uh, I'm sure, you know, all the listeners appreciated finally putting here, you know, putting we've we spoke a lot about you on the podcast so i'm sure that they like uh finding out more about you so thank you for joining us thank you very much for having me i would love to come back anytime all right sounds good we'll book it um so next week we should go back have another podcast nick should be back um and he'll take over from you know host duties so i i hope you guys enjoyed this week's podcast before we leave i'm just going to reiterate some of the socials um at twitter you can find me at phil underscore luca uh nick at nick the game three h's and a one uh you can find the podcast at never not boring YouTube, Never Not Boring. Instagram, Never Not Boring. TikTok, Never Not Boring Podcast. Twitch, Never Not Boring Media. And then also you can write into the show, Never Not Boring Fans at gmail.com. Guys, you know, we have all the socials. Keep saying it every week. Um, We want to interact with you guys. So if you will interact with us, you know, we'll interact with you. We're going to start, you know, I feel like it sounds like a broken record. We're going to start doing that and, and taking more time over there, making sure you guys are aware that the podcasts are, you know, if we're not going to have a podcast for a week, like we missed last week, we're going to do better and, and tell you guys there, um, you know, we appreciate all you guys for listening. Uh, we're happy to talk to you next week. Um, and uh, have a good, have a good week guys. See you later. Peace.